0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy Gerard Powers. Gerard, you had your vacation. You're back. I assume it looks like you're 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 back there. How how how's everything going while you're in?
2: Man, it's going good. Just trying to get back adjusted to things. Uh, Got back in yesterday, been gone for about two weeks just with traveling and doing different things, but glad to be back home. Uh, How about yourself? How, how's everything going your way?
1: Yeah, everything's doing a lot better than what it has been. I mean, uh, I, we went through this whole period during your two weeks of a lot of rain or really, really hot weather, you know, and last couple of days been pretty nice. Um and my wife has been doing her thing with the the Colts stained glass, uh getting all that stuff out and and, and uh produced for other people. So actually I there's nothing really I can complain about. All I can complain about is I there really isn't any kind of news to talk about with the Indianapolis Colts being that you know everybody is at home enjoying their time, spending time with friends and family and loved ones and stuff, you know, and, you know, they need that because uh, they got a really long season coming up ahead of them, right? Yeah, definitely a long season. And, uh, you know, it's like the
2: calm before the storm. I mean, you'll see all the NFL news and updates and all, um, all those type of things come in about another two to three weeks, especially with training camp, you know, getting underway at the end of July for everybody so it's almost just like that little calm little dead period everybody's just trying to get geared up get ready um, you know to get their minds right for the season and uh, I'm talking media I'm talking coaches players you know everybody this is kind of everybody's vacation off time uh, before the end of July hit because once it hit you know it's not going to stop until after the next draft so uh, it's, it's definitely a long season for everybody.
1: Absolutely. Well, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, even next year's early NFL futures. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe that's b l e a v to get the bonus and into the action bet online where the game starts so we we decided you know um i brought it up you were like hey this is a great idea because i mean there like we said there's not a lot out there to talk about so let's let's talk about um our top 5 most impactful players that we believe Will be the most impactful for this season on this for you know the success or failure of the Indianapolis Colts walking into this season. I I think that there's a now obviously some of these guys we don't know uh, what their impact is going to be because they haven't played on the team yet, right? But that doesn't mean that. That doesn't mean that they won't be that that very impactful player and that we need them to be that very impactful player.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. And uh I think we will agree on a few of them, but I do think we'll have a couple different opinions on if if we're if we're going rankings anyway, like the most important. Uh and just to get things started, I will start off with my number one. Most of them or you want to start off at the bottom. You want to work work five and up We well, do, yeah. Let's do
1: five and let's go five and up. That all sounds right, like
2: five, an idea. My number five is Yannick, and this is why. This is why I'm gonna say Yannick. You know, you come over. We definitely needed uh you know, some some reassuring of our past rush. So let's put it in, in those words, and uh I think if Yannick can come in and have the success that we think he can have, as far as getting to the quarterback and doing those things. You're gonna say you're gonna see uh, Buckner free up a lot. You're gonna see some one-on-one matchups to where we can really use him on how we envision using him when he first uh, came over. Uh, so I think it's very important that Yannick can come in and kind of, you know. I guess make a name for himself, establish his his place with the history of the Colts pass rush with the Freenies and Mathises and you know and those guys and really uh and and, and really take home of that pass rushing need to free up some other guys that
1: we got down there at the D line position. It's weird that you went Yannick because I'm going to go with the guy next to him, okay? <laughs> that you was talking about in a very similar aspect. Uh, since Buckner's been with the Indianapolis Colts, DeForest has been that guy that, you know, that three-tech, that guy that, you know, you have to make sure he's blocked because he'll be in the quarterbacks directly in his face at all times. So he's going to demand a lot of double and triple teams, which is going to give Yannick that single one-on-one on the edge that you hope to get an athletic guy like Yannick out there to do, you know. So yeah. I, I think that that Buckner's impact on the defense is what's going to free up a lot of your guys. If he's able to take on those, those double teams, like he has been able to do that obviously is going to free up your linebackers and safeties and, and corners on, 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 on the blitz schemes, you know, and think now granted it's Gus Bradley. He don't blitz a lot, but you know, still got to Still got to be able to make sure that, you know, those guys can come free and um, just, just play the ball. So, I, I like I like the DeForest Buckner, but for the pretty much a very similar reason to why you like uh, Yannick yeah.
2: right beside him. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely going to play off each other. If if DeForest can, you know, command those double teams and, and those things, it's definitely going to free up guys on the outside for those one-on-one uh, opportunities. And and if those guys are successful in their one-on-one opportunities, you're going to see DeForest get more one-on-one opportunities himself to kind of have even more of an impact so i would say that's pretty much same reason just different guy but um number four for me is gonna be stefan gilmore and this is why stefan is coming off a year where he had an injury going into it last season and he comes back and he has a i thought he had a a good year for for the circumstances i thought he still showed that burst i thought he still showed that he can mirror number one receivers and uh, still run with anybody. Uh, but the reason why I think it's very important that he can come in and kind of, I guess, take over a third of the field, take over one side of the field, where we ain't really got to worry about uh, Stefan needing this or needing that is because of the other guys that we have. It would give Gus so much more to, to operate with if he don't have to worry about guys on the outside. I mean, you go back – uh, to Gus when he was with Seattle and those in those guys, you know, they were very simple. It wasn't like it was a, a, a very complex defense, but he, he literally put everybody in position that did what they did best. Cam Chancellor was a down uh, box type safety, uh, not really considered a cover guy, and that's how he was using that system. Rich, Richard Sherman, cover guy, that's how he was using that system. So if we can get Stephon to kind of, take care of that one side of the field I think with the other guys that we got around him it's gonna give him more and more more different ways to to call a defense or game
1: plan or do some different things that's um that's interesting as well um I I had I had Gilmore here close you know the four or five like right there on the edge kind of similar to what you had but I also had to kind of balance that and I'm going to go opposite him on the, on the side of the field. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman jr. Uh, He, the Colts offense is going to need him to be able to win out there on the outside. Right. He's going to have to be able to demand uh, that double team where you got, you know, the safety or whoever to cover over the top to free up the rest of the guys because we don't know, uh the rest of the guys on on the wide receiver the, the wide receiving core who's going to be able to step up and fill that number 2 and number 3 role at the wide receiver and the best way to do that is to make sure that they only have you know one-on-ones and things of that nature and that means that in my opinion Michael Pittman is going to have to take his game to that next level this season in order to become that you know, that number one X wide receiver that defenses are going to have to game plan against, right? No,
2: I and, agree. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I well, agree. Uh, definitely definitely, a, a, a lot of odds is going to be on Pittman, Pittman Jr. Uh, this upcoming season just to see if he can really take heed and take control of that wide receiver room. I think a few pods ago I had mentioned that I felt like he was – you know, one of the 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 key guys that had the biggest opportunity to kind of, you know, see what he can do for years to come. But um, that's a, that's a good one. Can't can't argue that one at all. You go offense. You know what? For number three, I think I'm gonna stay on the defensive side of the ball, and now I gotta go with my guy Darius Leonard. And the reason why I say Darius Leonard is because for one. We're hoping that this back situation is cleared up and is not going to linger or go into the season because if he's not on the field, that hurts us tremendously. Uh, You definitely want him to be 100% healthy and uh, him being able to do his thing how we know Darius to do his thing. But two, in Gus Bradley's system, if you go back, look at Bobby Wagner's tape, look at how Bobby Wagner made his name. And I'm not saying Bobby Wagner is – Light light, like on another level than Darius Leonard. I think Darius Leonard is on the same pedestal as all the other top linebackers in the league. This is no slight or anything like that. But if Darius Leonard's skill set is kind of, I'm not going to say similar to Bobby's, but when it comes to playmaking, I mean, Bobby is just not a downhill run stuffer. We see Bobby getting picks. We see him reading plays, getting turnovers and all that. I think Darius does that at a higher clip. And in Gus's system, it's going to allow him to even do that even more. I think Darius has made a lot of plays just off his natural ability, his natural instincts, uh, just things that you can't coach, can't teach. Now he's going to be taught and and coached to make certain plays, look for certain balls in certain areas and things like that. So the the things that we've been seeing Darius do for all these years, like I said, I think it's just been God-given talent god-given ability i think this will be the first system or the first time he will be able to be put in position to to do all the things that he loves to do as far as getting the ball uh back to the offense with the interceptions with the turnovers the punch outs all those things so i I think it's very important that we keep an eye on that back injury I, i i believe the reports when it says it's not as serious but in the NFL, I mean, we, we've we seen things like this uh, happen all the time where we think it's nothing and we'd be talking about the same thing in week 12.
1: You know, I love that pick at number three so much so that that was my number three. So we're going to we're going to sit here. And, yeah, first first time that we, we had the exact same pick at the same spot. I think we're going to be really close here on the top three, um, but Absolutely. We talk about how important Darius Leonard is on this defense. I mean, he was responsible for 12 turnovers last season, and that was with a bum ankle the entire season. If this back surgery thing, you know, as you say, you know, he comes out of this uh, uh, after a preseason, walks into the regular season, and it's it's a non-issue, that means he has a legitimate chance of honestly playing his healthiest, I would hope over the you know the last couple yeah. seasons and that would be phenomenal um uh, talk about how uh how well he played last year being the guy you know you talk about um bobby wagner you know and and, 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 and Darius Leonard being very similar people in Gus both guys played in Gus Bradley's system right so wow you know, this is, this is that situation. Gus is going to love him. Um, and he's going to be able, like we said, he's going to have to be absolutely 100% healthy. He obviously showed he could play injured and still play at a very, very high clip, but my goodness, could you, I, I don't, I'm a, I don't even know what it would be like to have a Darius Leonard with the experience that he now has under his belt in his prime and healthy playing that, that impact would be phenomenal on that defense.
2: No, you're right, man. So we agree at, we agree at number three, number two, I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball finally. And I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor. And uh, the reason why I, I go, Jonathan Taylor high as number two is, I don't think the offense, wide receivers, and those those type things chemistry-wise is going to be clicking immediately once the season starts. I think that'll be kind of a build-up process. You'll want those guys to kind of be clicking on all cylinders, you know, on the, the latter half at worst, you know. Uh, but I think in the beginning, you know, everybody's still trying to figure this thing out, who's going to step up, who's the guy. Uh, Matt Ryan, what it, who is his insurance policy, you know, all those different things to the where the one thing that we do know that we have is a solid run game. We know that we have one of the best running backs, you know, in the NFL. And I think his number is going to be called upon early more than it ever has uh, so far in his career because that's going to be the staple. I think early on we're going to be counting on the defense to be top-notch playing at a high level from start until finish. But I think as a team, we're going to be leaning on the defense and the run game to kind of kind of get us through those first few weeks of the season until the offense can really catch up. And Matt Ryan can really figure this thing out and uh, they can kind of, you know, catch up and uh, help us win games, you know, when we really need them. But early on, we got to lean on the defense run game to win as much as possible, uh, just in case the offense have that slow start.
1: So. The top two for me was really hard for me because I'm like, oh, which one's going to be more impactful? Right? I'm going to go number two is Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, the the only reason is he. I don't think Matt Ryan's going to be the focal point of this offense, right? Um, obviously his impact is going to be massive. He's got the ball in his hand every single play, so I understand the importance of the position that he plays. And I think that, um, but at the same time, he's not going to be asked to do Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen type stuff, right? He's going to be asked, be safe with the football, make the right decisions, make completions, get first downs, right? Not going to be asked to go out there and be Superman on every play. We got a different guy that, that they're going to ask to be Superman when he's out there on the field. And uh, I, I love Matt Ryan. Uh, I, I really hope that he's going to be able to accomplish the task. He, they're not even going to ask him to do the same thing that they was asking Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was asked to use the the play action and and, and hit downfield a lot. I don't think they're going to ask that same thing with with Matt Ryan. You know, Matt Ryan, it's it's more of a, a completion guy. Read the defense, uh, get the ball to the open guy. So. Um, but that's incredibly important. No turnovers, you know, high completion rate, and Matt Ryan is that guy. He's, he's perfect for this type of offense, and that's, I, that's why I've got him at number two. All
2: right. So the obviously my my number one is Matt Ryan, and mm-hmm. uh, all your, the reasons why you got him number two and uh, the things you said does make sense. But I my I do disagree with the perception of what Matt Ryan is going to do in this offense. For one, let's not forget Matt Ryan is an MVP. Two, let's not forget Matt Ryan, um statistically has always been at the top end of the league when it comes to yards, touchdowns, and things like that. St- normally, he's always up there, whether it's top five, top ten, like he's always toward the top. Um, and Matt Ron Orm is still, you know, what we think it to be, you know, and we've seen Matt Ron over the years, you know, love to take his shots to Julio, love to throw mm-hmm. the ball downfield. The reason why I have him number one is for this reason only. He's played in enough big games, Super Bowl, playoff games, uh, being on great Atlanta teams to where, you know, if it wasn't for the Saints a couple years, you know, Atlanta could have, you know, easily, you know, go through the playoffs and all that tough division that he played in for a few years. But at some point with the quarterbacks in that in the AFC, you're going to have to win a shootout. You're going to have to score the football. And as good as I want our run game to be, we know those those waves comes up and down during the season, you mm-hmm. know, to start on. Uh, normally all the teams kind of start fast. Uh, when I say start fast, you're good teams with good running backs, you know, typically start fast in the run game early on. And then there's like a little dead period, and you want those guys to kind of pick it back up towards the end of the year, get ready for the playoffs, because in the playoffs, as always, if you run the ball well and play good defense, that's the recipe to win. But during the season, you got to throw the dang ball, and you're going to have to score points to even get in the playoffs. So I feel we're bringing Matt Ryan here for one. He 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 knows how to handle the pressure. He's been under pressure. He was the number one pick of the draft. He's lived up to every expectation that you would want a number one pick quarterback, you know, uh, to uh, to to have in a draft. So I think I think we got a big time guy that's not really coming here to to dumb down his game. He's not coming here to be a game manager. I think he's still chasing numbers. I think he's still chasing. Know Hall of Fame solidifications and all that. I'm pretty sure he has some personal motivators, you know, that's getting him going every day. And he wants to prove to everybody that he's more than capable of taking this team to the Super Bowl and being the head honcho guy, being the best player on the team. I just think that has to build up, you know, until we get there. And like I said, early on, we're going to deliver. Uh, the run is as is, is good as we can, but I think at the end of the day, if Matt Ron have a bad year or is not the Matt Ron that we know he is, you know, and if anything short of what we know he is from the Falcons, I don't think the Colts have the year that they want to have if the quarterback's not producing like how we think Matt Ron should produce.
1: And I understand that reasoning. And I, I, I get where you're coming from on that, but my number one is Rigoberto Sanchez. No, um, <laughs> no. Obviously, it's it's obvious I've got Jonathan Taylor number one, and I'm I'm gonna explain why. Okay, Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, but if Jonathan Taylor stays healthy the entire year and produces, he's going to affect the defense, and that's going to give Matt Ryan the the better looks, right? Um, Whenever, whenever he either get, whenever that ball looks like it's getting ready to be put in the bread basket of Jonathan Taylor, that freezes all your defensive line, your linebackers, your safeties, period. End of, end of discussion. That's that right there. Every time they got to make sure Jonathan Taylor does not have that football, because if he does, they have to crash. They have to crash that line and stop him because they know he could take it 75 yards. And with that threat right there, if Jonathan Taylor can just be that threat again, that's going to make Matt Ryan's job so much easier. Last year with the Falcons, Matt Ryan didn't have a guy like that. And it affected him, right?
2: So so you're right. You're right. What you're saying is right. But I'm telling you, look at, ask, ask Ron as Tennessee Titans. If they feel like that worked for them. You got Derrick Henry running and, the ball two thousand yards and all that. And at some point, your quarterback has to be big time enough to go against Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and the Bengals who can put up points and, and win a game for you because it's not all it's 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 hard. It's it's easy for a defense to put eight in a box, nine in the box to stop the run. But it's also hard for a quarterback that's not I guess ready for that moment when it happens, like, hey, I'm a gunslinger too, put the ball in my hand. Like I feel like Matt Ryan, the MVPness, the the Super Bowl appearance, like he's always showed like, no, I'm one of the top quarterbacks in the league, like I can win the game too. So I just feel like mentality-wise, you know, th- this is just my rebuttal, but I just feel like mm-hmm. mentality-wise – Matt Ryan is not dumbing down his play to say, "Hey, I'm the second best player." Like he's gonna approach this thing like, "No, I have to have, I have to play like I know how to play for this team to be successful." Rather than, I can't just, I, I just don't have to mess it up because we got a good run game and a good defense. I don't think that's why he chose to come to the coach.
1: Um. Well, no, uh, I, well, I, I don't think he's gonna be,
2: traitor, but you, you get
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's a great situation to have, in my opinion, right now, where you got two guys, uh, the quarterback and the running back that are absolutely going to feed off of each other and make each other better just because of the abilities and what they can do on the field. And, and, and the fact that the defenses, you know, defensive coordinators and defensive, uh, the defensive guys sitting in the film rooms are going to be watching tape for hours on end each day. First, they're going to be watching, you know, Jonathan Taylor tapes, and then they're going to be watching Matt Ryan tapes, and then, you know, back and forth all the time because they got to make sure uh, that they they know exactly what they're looking for. Uh, So that's absolutely going to affect the game with both these guys helping each other out. And hopefully, if they're both on their A game this season, it could spell something pretty nice for the Indianapolis Colts.
2: That's exactly what we're hoping for.
1: yeah exactly we'll see we'll see um so but i i I do i get i get your matt ryan number one thing i i understand it a hundred percent and i so say i had this this really tough you know because i was like matt Ryan. obviously you know he's a quarterback and he's 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 good i I watched every one of his throws last year uh from uh, atlanta on tape on 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 the uh coaches tape and you know he he still has it man it's it's going to be fun to watch uh some notable guys that we left out obviously Kenny Moore um uh, his impact this year could absolutely be a uh huge being that you know how many great number 2 receivers right or slot receivers or yeah, you know 1A 1B nowadays yeah exactly right there's there, there's a ton of great receivers the Colts are going to be going up against this year uh where teams have two of them you know on on their team um then you got uh obviously uh multiple guys all the way across you, you talk about whoever's going to start left tackle right yeah. uh yeah, right. obviously you got to be able you know it's going to be their first initial start uh at left tackle, obviously the Matt Pryor, you know, has played a little bit over there last year, but he, whoever's gonna be there is gonna be there the entire year, and you're protecting the guy's blind side is the scariest job of the NFL because you're gonna get blamed for a lot if you mess up, <laughs> um, and it'll affect your career. Um, so there, there's a, there's a lot of different things that we could have mentioned that just off uh, I think we got like I think we got somewhere between 10 and 12 pro bowlers on this team right now. That's amazing. Right. Uh, That's, that's unheard of for good thing to have. Absolutely. Um, Anything else you want to want to discuss before we cut this a little shy because. Nah, that's it. I thought that was good. That was it. I think so too. I think, I think this was a, a, a good episode. I'll tell you what, if you're watching this, or list, if you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to smash the like button and share. And if you're listening to this on your favorite audio podcast platform, go check us out over on Twitter. Um, Gerard, why don't you tell them your, your Twitter handle?
2: Uh, I think my Twitter handle is jpowers25, or it could be 26. But yeah, just try either one. And, uh, All
1: right. you'll see my <laughs> I think it's 25. <laughs> and I'm at Colts underscore law. You heard this. Go on, check out Twitter, give us a follow, and then while you're there, let us know who your top five most impactful players for the 2022 season for the Indianapolis Colts are going to be. I'd like to hear from you, and let, let me know your thoughts. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. That was Gerard Powers. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. and as usual, go Colts. Go
0: Colts.